I want to bless this community for us. Because I, I think it's very important that we respond to the cry of God's heart for us. So I'm going to read uh, out of John 17, but just let me just paint this picture. You know, in the Bible study this Wednesday, we read 1 Corinthians. We start 1 Corinthians. And of course, you know, I'm just always highlighting this. The letters that Paul wrote to the churches, they, they had a reason behind them. You know, they were running prob problems and trouble, and the churches needed help. They need some advice, and they needed a word from the Lord. And in this situation here in Corinthians, it was division. It was division among the, inside the church. There were groups of people thinking in different ways. And here's what, what I want to highlight. And I, brethren, could not speak to you, 1 Corinthians chapter 3, I could not speak to you as to a spiritual man, but as to men of flesh, as to infants in Christ. I gave you milk to drink, not solid food, for you were not yet able to receive it. Yet, indeed, even now you are not yet able, for you are still fleshly. For since there is jealousy and strife among you, are you not fleshly? And are you not walking like mere men? So here is Paul hearing what was going on. Somebody would come and go and tell Paul, this is what's happening in Corinth. This is what's happening. After you left, other people went there and started preaching, and then division happened. You know, and then, you know, chapter 2 says, or even three, here it continues. You know, I'm a Paul and other of Apollos. And then he said, Did I did I die for it? Did, did were you baptized in, in me or in Christ? We're all one because of Christ. We're all one because God moves in a way to turn all the nations, opening the door for everybody, not just for Israel, but all Gentiles to become one. Ephesians talks about that. The wall of separation was removed. You that were apart and distant, you were not even citizens. Now you are. You're in the household of God. But what is interesting to me here is that division is related to not being spiritual. I could not speak to you as a spiritual man you know and that the immaturity does not allow us to receive solid food because you're still a baby so if you're still walking in division you are still not able to receive everything that god has for you and then in one sense it's almost like i want to come in and repent of anything in me that allows division, allows any walls of separation between me and anybody in the body of Christ. You know, I saw this picture, 
And it was a fish inside a fish tank. And the fish tank was in the ocean. And God is asking, I think God is asking us, get out of your fish tank and swim in my ocean. Open your eyes, open your heart. See that you know you're not limited to that water that is inside that little tank. You can swim in the whole ocean. And he said, come, get to know me. Get to know my love for you. Get to know that there is no division in my eyes, in my heart. Everybody is included. Everybody is included. But it is our human tendency to raise walls. Say, no, this is what I know. This is what there is all, all there is to know. And God is saying, no, no, no. There is way more, way more for you to know. So here is the, it's Christ praying for the disciples. He's talking to the Father, and I think that he's talking to the Father right now at the right hand of the Father, interceding for us, and I think that his prayer is probably the same, okay? So, John 17, Jesus spoke these things, and lifting up his eyes to heaven, he said, Father, the hour has come, glorify your Son, that the Son may glorify you. Even as you gave him authority over all flesh, that to all whom you have given him, he may give eternal life. This is eternal life. That they may know you. This is eternal life. Do you want to know what eternal life is? Getting to know God. And what are you going to do with your eternal life? You're going to know him. And you, we're going to get out of this fish tank or another uh, way to say, Paul said, when I leave this tent, this earthly tent, I'm going to be in my eternal life. And what are you going to be doing near eternal life? You're going to get to know God. And I'm saying, Lord, I want to get to know you. I want to get to know you today more than I knew yesterday. I want to grow out of my immaturity that only allows me to receive milk. And I want to receive more of you, more of the treasures that you have. I want to, I want to know you. This is eternal life. We should highlight that in our Bibles, that they may know you, the only true God and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. I glorified you on the earth, having accomplished the work which you have given me to do. Now, Father, glorify me together with yourself with the glory which I had with you before the world was. Isn't that awesome? In God, there's no time. It says that he was the lamb slain before the foundation of the world. Do you think that he was slain at the cross? No, he was slain before the foundation of the world. 
In God's mind, it was already done. It's all done. And we can walk in all of God when we grow up, when we are able to receive everything. And this is what Paul was saying, guys, let's get over this. Let's get over it. Let's grow up so you can receive solid food. I have manifested your name to the man whom you gave me out of the world. They, are, they were yours, right? And you gave them to me, and they have kept your word. When was the last time you read this whole chapter? This is a great chapter to read. Because to me, I love to read prayers from the Bible. I love to read prayers that are recorded in the Bible because they are like, they teach me how to pray. And I think that this is a great place to start when you read Jesus praying to the Father, talking about you. Verse 7, now they have come to know that everything you have given me is from you. For the words which you gave me, I have given to them. And they received them and truly understand that I came forth from you and they believed that you sent me. I ask on their behalf, I do not ask on behalf of the world, but of those whom you have given me, for they are yours. Lord, thank you for including us. Not the whole world, maybe, yet. But we have been included. And all things that are mine are yours, and yours are mine, and I have been glorified in them. I am no longer in the world, and yet they themselves are in the world. And I come to you, Holy Father, keep them in your name the name which you have given me, that they may be one, even as we are one. Why am I reading this, and why did I go to Corinthians first? Because Jesus is looking for this oneness. And I think one thing that we can do, you know, in our lives, to reflect what he means to us, and his provision for us is like, Lord, we pray that we are one. We pray that all your believers, all the body of Christ are one. That there is no division. There's no separation. There's no competition. There's no looking for to build something up that's not what you are asking us to do. Can I read this verse one more time? Which one was that? Eleven. Eleven. Okay. Keep them in your name, the name which you have given me, that they may be one even as we are one. While I was with them, I was keeping them in your name, which you have given me, and guarded them, and not one of them perished, but the son of perdition so that the scripture would be fulfilled. But now I come to you, and these things I speak in the world, that, so that they may have my joy made complete in themselves. 
I have given them your word, and the world has hated them, because they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. I do not ask you to take them out of the world, but to keep them from the evil one. They are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. Do you sometimes feel like you don't belong here? This explains it. Because you have been already included in another world, in another family, in another dispensation. Okay. They are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. Sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, I also have sent them into the world. Do you read this and sometimes it just goes like, do you feel like you have been sent here? If you're a believer in Christ, you have been sent into this world. As you have sent me into the world, I also have sent them into the world. Is that too much to believe? That just as Christ was sent by the Father into the world, Christ is saying, I'm sending you into the world. So I don't know what I'm supposed to do here. Connect with this prayer. And let the Lord speak to you. For their sakes I sanctify myself, that they themselves also may be sanctified in truth. I do not ask on behalf of this alone, but for those also who believe in me through their word. I love that. Oh, I, I was not there with Jesus when he was praying this prayer. Yeah, but he included you. Even if you were not right there with him. That they may all be one, even as you, Father, are in me and I in you. That they, may, they also may be in us. That the world may believe that you sent me. Why is this one that's so important? The world will have to believe that he was sent by the Father. But they, they, the world will believe when we are one. So, a lot of times I get myself, think myself like with thoughts about other people. Oh, but they do not sing like we sing, or they do not talk like we talk. They do not you know, and you fill up the, your list. And it's interesting to me that Jesus was not praying. I'm praying that they all think the same. I pray that they all go to the same church. I pray that they all have the same doctrines. He's saying, I pray that they be one. They're going to be different. They're gonna, there's going to be a diversity but I want this oneness to exist among them. So Lord, we come and we take this. We cannot do this ourselves. There are so many things in your word that we cannot do. We cannot walk except by appropriating and receiving. That's why, because only he will get the glory. And when we are one, it's going to be because God made us one. 
When we try to be one in ourselves, we do exactly what people did in Genesis, building the Tower of Babel. And God said, no, 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 that's not the way it's going to be. Because I'm going to divide you. I'm going to give different languages. You guys are not going to even be able to communicate. Right? But in Acts 2, in Pentecost, they were all in one accord, in one place. And then God came and filled them with the Holy Spirit. They were not thinking the same. Each one had taking a different path, but they were there at that time, and I say, Lord, grant to us that we have the same heart that was in your disciples in Acts 2. Even though they were disillusioned, disappointed, maybe hurt, but they were seeking the Lord, and they were like, by the way, he told us to be here. He told us to be here. And, and, and when they were there in that one place, God moved, and then the world changed. I don't want to fabricate oneness. But I want to repent of division in my heart. I don't want to pretend we're going to be one because we're not going to cross one another. And we're just, no, we're going to be ourselves, and, but we're going to be careful with how we, we relate. Because First, the oneness starts in me responding to his prayer and having his heart for everyone around us. Amen. Amen. So, Lord, thank you for your provision. Only you could have done this. Nobody else. You guys want to stand up? Now maybe we can sing that song, Kaya. Okay. Your body was broken like this bread. So that we could come and each one of us partake of you. Each one take our share. And that in, in partaking of you, in you, we are made one. Yes. Only in Christ, oneness is possible. Only when we grow up and we stop following this or that, and we say, no, there is one Lord, one baptism, one, only one Savior. And we say, Lord, teach us to take time with you. Take, teach us to wait on you and to hear your cry and to answer it. Let our lives be the answer to your prayer. As you were sent into the world, you're saying that you sent us into the world. While we are here in this world, maybe our biggest mission is to wait on him and understand why he sent us and what are we supposed to be here and do while we are here. Amen. Amen. I had to read this two more verses. 
verse 22, the glory which you have given me, I have given to them, that they may be one just as we are one. And I in them, and you in me, that they may be perfected in unity. Do you want to be perfected? Yes. Do you want to mature? Yes. That goes back to Ephesians 4. It's by that which every joy supplies. So Lord, instead of looking at the differences, I'm looking at you perfecting us in this unity. So that the world may know that you sent me and loved them even as you have loved me. So when you come here and take this communion, you have to say, Lord, your word says that you loved us, you loved me as you loved Jesus Christ. A lot of times I don't believe that. So help me to believe that. Help me that to believe that just as you love Christ, you love each one of us here. Yes. That's solid food. Yeah. That's solid food. So are you guys with me? Yes.